Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Thank you for tuning in today for our boardroom chat. We're having a wonderful time around the throne of God. I invite you to call friends and tell them to listen to and view the boardroom chats and the glorious living and the faith, the facts. Yeah, because we have people Bible watch, studies, they're all watching from all over the world, learning lots of stuff. Hallelujah. We love to get into the Word of God, and we're glad you're joining us today, and we believe that you're going to be blessed. And the Bible said He has given you the tongue of the learned. Wow. Think about that. See, so you got, you got something to say if you study the true Word of God and the scriptures of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I want to ask a question, and then we're going to get into today's uh, lesson, if you want to call it that. What gospel are you preaching? Hmm. What is the gospel? Are you believing the gospel? Do you have the same gospel that Jesus has? Hmm. <laughs> what gospel are you preaching? What like gospel that. are you living by? Yeah. And, and, and I want to deal with it. It's a very simple subject, but it's amazing how many people put so many little roads down of the original gospel and just go here and there and say, God has told me to preach this particular gospel. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one gospel. And we want to go to a very phenomenal passage of scripture, especially in these days and time, Matthew chapter 24, dealing with the end times and things of that nature that's going on all over the world. I'm constantly getting questions. Do you think this is it? I said, well, it sure does look like it. It's getting close to it. Yeah, but, you know, nobody knows the day or the hour and things of that nature. But all I do is occupy till it comes. Mm. That's exactly what I do. I I don't do any more. I don't do any less. I I don't care how bad it gets or how good it gets. I know that sounds hard. I'm just occupying until Jesus comes in the clouds. That's pretty simple to me. It is. But then I have a job to do, and it's to preach the gospel. What gospel? One man told me this the other day. He said, "You, you preach that prosperity gospel. I said, there's no such thing as the prosperity gospel. There's no such thing as the healing gospel. There's no such thing as a miracle gospel. It's all part of the gospel, but it's not called that. Look what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. And this gospel, oh, that's a big door right there. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. What gospel? This gospel, not a gospel, some gospel, somebody's interpretation of a gospel. You know, I preach the gospel of grace. Grace is only a part of this gospel. Right. See what I'm saying? I mean, God didn't section it all off. And what is the gospel? It's, it's the most famous scripture in the Bible today. And that's St. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. It didn't say would not. It said should not perish, but have everlasting (laughs) life. Because you see, this gospel will get you through to eternity, to the eternity upon eternity. This gospel. You know, and if you go over into um, into Joshua chapter 1, I believe it's verse 8, he said that this law should not depart, this book of the law should not depart from thy eyes. That's, that was a gospel at that time, see? Because God was developing this so where Jesus could come and people could receive God completely in every which way, shape, without a veil between them and God Almighty. Mm-hmm. This gospel. Now people say, why do you preach so much? Why do you do so much? Well, he said, this gospel shall be preached for a witness. Well, you can't witness something unless you see something. You see what I'm saying? So what I do, I go as a witness of this gospel. So what gospel are you ministering? Well, you know, I'm a Holy Ghost preacher. That's wonderful. 
But you know, and, I, and I believe in the Holy Ghost, my, but you better be preaching this gospel. And what is that gospel? Let me say it again, the gospel of the kingdom. And that means that people can come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Then you go into the all other areas of the gospel. So you shouldn't be sac- sanct- sectioned off like I'm a prosperity preacher. Prosperity is in the Bible, but it's not the gospel. You see, it's part of the gospel. Healing is in, is, is in the Bible. It's, it's not the gospel. It's part of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You see, sometimes we kind of like to separate things too much, and we try to become specialists when really if you want to be a specialist, stick with the gospel because if you preach this gospel and make a witness to it, the Bible said the end shall come. What right. do you think of that? Well, I love it, and the gospel really means good news, and that's the translation of it. We call it gospel. We forget that gospel really means good news, and everywhere Jesus went, he brought good news. In fact, his first, it's after he came out of the wilderness and uh-huh. temptation in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, it says, From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen. And so uh, he had a message that, you know, everywhere he went, he preached the gospel, which That's is it. he went around healing. He went around preaching, teaching, and healing. That's right. That was the result of him saying the kingdom of God is at hand. It's right here. See, those, those healing, that is the results of preaching the gospel. The, God, the good news that God is here. He came to be with man. I remember years ago I had to correct a person. He said, you're one of those healing evangelists. I said, no, I'm not. I am a gospel preacher that happens to flow in the gift of healing. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So he was trying to section me off. Yeah. No, no, I had... The greatest miracle has ever happened in my ministry is when I preached this gospel, mm-hmm. this glorious good news that you know what? God loves you yeah. no matter what the world thinks of you, yeah. no matter how bad you've been. I was a chief of sinners. Kathy tells you that all the time. I mean, I was a heathen from hell, but not only did the Lord not wash away my sin, <laughs> you talk about it pretty much, wash away all my sin, he expunged my record. Now, how did he do that? With the gospel. Right, right. You know, so my record, if you look anywhere in heaven, says good news, mm-hmm. great news. Right. A preacher of the gospel. <clears throat> See what I'm saying? Right. Now, I think of all subjects of the gospel that I probably enjoy more than any is faith. I just enjoy faith because without faith, you can't please God. And my job as an individual on this earth is to please God. Right. And then, you know, because I do please God, I know that sounds arrogant, but I do. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, so he's rewarded me by living, because I live by faith in every which way, shape, or form, spiritually, physically, financially. But it all goes back to that one statement, this gospel. And it's such a blessing of the Lord. That's what got me saved. You, when you begin to witness you and mom, it was the gospel. Billy Graham was preaching the gospel. Right. See? Not just certain sections of it. There's nothing wrong with preaching <laughs> certain sections of it. But you can't call prosperity gospel uh, the gospel. It's, it's just a section of it. Right. It's kind of like a watch. It has links on it. You know, a bunch of links make up the watch. You see what I'm saying? It's like the nation of Israel. There's one nation, but there's 12 different tribes. The United States of America, we have 50 states totally different from each other. Yet we one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty, <clears throat> and justice for all. Mm. See, so that's why I, I preach this gospel so much, constantly. In fact, when I finished this boardroom chat, boom, I got to fly out again. We've been flying almost every day now for about two months, going all over the world to preach 
this gospel. Yeah, because it's so important, yes. especially in these last times, these end times. And it's, I believe we're in the last of the last days. People need to hear the good news. I think now what more than ever. Say, what makes you say that? More than ever, they're ready to hear it. They're ripe for what it. What makes you say this up. is the last of the last days? What makes you say that? Well, we see things on the horizon. You know, it's true we don't know the day and the hour, but I think we should know the seasons because Jesus in that, what you were reading, chapter 24, he talks about how when you see the leaves coming, you know the seasons so, are changing. So what season are we in? I think we're in the season of Jesus coming back soon. <laughs> you know, there is, we all know about the war in Israel, but you know, I, that's, pro, that's not that great war that it's talked about right before, uh, right mm -hmm. after the rapture or when the Antichrist comes on, the Gog and Magog war, but it, this is the events leading to that. Right. that because I think they, I've heard it taught that the Gog and the Magog involves Russia, how they're going to come mm -hmm. down. That hasn't happened yet, but sure, it's sure close. It could happen. You see. It's see, sure close. The reason why I don't get disturbed about any of that, even though I hate war with a passion, is because, because of this gospel, I have the peace of God, the peace from God and the peace with God. Well, I just suppose some people take it up and just kill you. Well, I go to heaven. That, does that bother you? It shouldn't. I mean, nobody wants to be hurt. I'm not afraid of, I don't mean to sound like I ain't afraid of nothing. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> nothing. People go all sweat. Well, what about the terrorists? We'll have to have terror. Well, what you fear the most will come upon you. But see, you got to realize something. This gospel is far more powerful than an M16. Definitely, than a, a, a Coke, definitely. And then a 45 automatic, semi-automatic pistol. Right. Because you see, all I can do is kill the body. But you see, this gospel can save the spirit, right. the soul, and the body. Now you think about that. That's a glorious thing. And God said it has to be a witness. Let me ask you this. Are you a witness of this gospel hmm. in your neighborhood, at your church, on your job, when you shop? Or whatever you might do when you go to eat dinner, so maybe at a restaurant or something of that nature. When, you, when this waiter or waitress uh, does a real good job, do you tip her or tip him real good? Because that's a witness of the gospel. Jesus was very generous. Very generous. You see what I'm saying? You know, it's true. I was just thinking of a scripture because uh, I was, this is the story in Acts chapter 10 where, where Cornelius was praying and God says, send to the men uh, in in, named Simon Peter in Joppa, right? He went away. Right. God was talking to Peter at the same right. time. And he went with these soldiers that Cornelius sent and he came to bring him a word because that's what he said. There's going to bring you a word where you might be saved. Right. Right. Well, um, the thing was, was beautiful. So he starts telling the story to them and I love the verse of scripture. So he's telling the story about Jesus and I love the way it begins in uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Well, let's do 37. He says, that word I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism of John, which is what I just read to you early in that other scripture. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, comma, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. That word good, God. it's not, he, not do around good healing, good comma and healing. So it's two different things that good is translated philanthropy. Yeah. And it just means Jesus was generous. You know, he had, to, he was blessed. He, but of course he multiplied the food twice. Right. Right. That's recorded in scripture. He may have done it more, but that's what's recorded in the scripture. And so he, uh, uh, but the f beautiful thing about it is that philanthropy, he had to have been a giver because at the last mm -hmm. supper when, and you know, Judas was the treasurer, he held the bag. Mm -hmm. So he, when he left the Last Supper, 
they say, where is he going? Going to give alms? It must have been a regular occurrence for, for Jesus and his entourage, his, his evangelistic association, to be generous to the people in the area. That's I it. think that's, you've taught on that so oh, many yeah, times. Been well, when you understand what the gospel means in every facet of your life, because it's, it's kind of like a, it's a run, it's a circle. It's constantly going, 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 going. I mean, you're witnessing for Jesus everywhere and every move in every area of everything with a smile, just anything. This gospel must be preached, means proclaimed. And thank God for teachers, explain it. Right. But you must proclaim it. And when you have a proclamation, I mean, you know, years ago, you know, we have, a, you know, we get our news from media and social media, you know, broadcast media and all that kind of stuff. But way back in the 1600s, 1700s, there was somebody would ride in on a horse and open up, uh, take a pot and make a proclamation from the king, see, mm -hmm. proclaiming something which would change something that they were wanting to do. Well, let me tell you something about this gospel. It changes people. It does. And if you are going <laughs> to a church and you haven't been changed, you hadn't been hearing this gospel. If you're still sending up and down the street, drinking like crazy, acting stupid, I mean, just living like the devil from hell, yet going to church every Sunday, you've never heard this gospel. Right. Let me tell you something about going to church. Satan never missed a service. Do you? You know, how come two-thirds of the church don't come to Wednesday night service when they have one? Maybe 80% of the church. I wonder, I wonder about that, you know. I mean, yet they'll show up on Sunday morning. But like Wednesday night, I had another service just to give God glory, right. just to bless him and to honor him. What, 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 why? Too busy? What would you do if you got physically sick? You said, God, he said, I'm too busy. I can't come. It's Wednesday night. I normally stay home. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You see what I'm saying? Or did, you, did you sense that? People go, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm not trying well, to make people, you feel bad. People, yeah, people I, I, do what's valuable to That's them. right. You've got to understand. I'm not saying that because I'm a preacher. See, it, it, what I'm saying is that this gospel must not only be preached but be witnessed because it has an end result. Right. See, a lot of people give Jesus their sin, but they don't give them their life. See, they want Jesus as Savior but they don't want him as Lord. Lord over what? Lord over all, spiritually, physically, and financially. Do you see what I'm saying? But see, because they not really have heard this gospel. Hmm. You know, that, you can just tell that. They section themselves off. And you know, I, I, I know there's denominations, non-denominations, interdenominations, I understand that. Why? Why can't we just be Christians? We can agree to disagree on some uh, tenets of faith, if you want to call right. it as such. You know, I just believe the whole scripture. I believe in, let me just say what I believe in. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of my life, and he is this gospel, which means you get born again. I believe in being <laughs> filled with the Holy Ghost and power. I believe in the speaking in tongues. I like, I, I want everything. I believe in miracles, healings. I love the fruits of the Spirit. I love the nine gifts of the Spirit. I like the Bible from generation, gen, Genesis to <laughs> Revelation, glory to God, and all and points all in between, maps, all, the way, to all the way to the maps and everything. <laughs> I mean, I like that. See, it's every part of our life, see, in every which way, shape, or form. See, this gospel, when we got married, we became one. I didn't really understand what that meant when I married you. I didn't know what that meant. But I mean, let me tell you what that means. Everything. Kathy's in everything in my life. 
everything. Say that with a smile. <laughs> yeah, I'm smiling. <laughs> and, and, and I am everything in her life. I mean, not just, oh, I mean, we're not worshiping each other, but everything. I mean, everything. It's amazing when I got to thinking I can about see that you today. Got a thought in your head. Yeah, I got to I, thinking I don't know about if that. You want, I want that out. <laughs> keep that thought in your head. Well, keep that thought. You know. <laughs> Maybe. You see, I mean, just everything. Huh. It doesn't make any difference because that when he said, "When you do, you take this woman." Let me tell you something. When we sealed that bond, we took off as two kids to go to Dallas, Texas, so I could start a musical career in the Texas area. Little did I realize, I mean, how much we would come together. Now it's so hard to separate us. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's hard because we've mixed so much that we've become one. Mm. That's what this gospel does. Yeah. It mixes you with God Almighty mm. and you become as he is. So are we yeah, and that's in good. this life. That's good news. Is that something? Such Think about news. that. Because you see, the, you hear me say, the only Jesus and people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Mm. That's what this gospel is all about. I had someone say that last night. This man smiles all the time. I have a lot to smile about. I'm saved. I'm feeling good. I'm growing older, but I'm not getting old. Glory to God. Isn't that a blessing? Of God? That doesn't mean Satan don't attack me. The other day I turned around and kind of twisted my hip. I don't know how I did it. You know how sometimes you do things. You ever wake up and you got a, a cut on your arm? You don't know how it happened? It had to hurt because it bled, but I guess you were too busy to notice it or something like that. And I said, so what do you do? I just prayed up and go on, go on to bed. And to believe God, get up and just keep going. See, that's what I'm saying about this gospel. So people say all the time, well, but Jesse, you look tired. <laughs> I don't look tired. I am tired. That's not the issue. But I'll take a nap when I can. Glory to God, get up and go we're, again. We're about the Father's business. About it constantly. And that's what Jesus was. You know, everywhere he went, this is the message in Luke chapter Four, verse 18. I love to read that right. while you get yourself I'm a gonna sip get of water. A, verse, chapter, yeah. In fact, I'm going to go back to verse 14. This is Luke 4, 14. It says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. This is right again after he came out of the wilderness. Right. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues. So he was a churchgoer. Yes, indeed. Being, even on Wednesday night. <laughs> Every time the doors open. Oh, anyway. Let me just say, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I'm, I'm trying to open your eyes to the truth. That's how you grow. You may need God on a Wednesday night. Well, supposing he wasn't there. See, you have to take every opportunity to give space for God in your life. In other words, it should never be separated. Read, read, right. read Luke 4. I can quote that, that Yeah, chapter. but I'm going to read it. Verse, and this is the King James Version. It says in verse 16, And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year um, of the Lord. Is, is that six or seven points there? The gospel, if you read it. Uh, preach the gospel to the poor is one. Mm -hmm. Sent me to heal the brokenhearted is two. Mm -hmm. Preach deliverance to the captive is mm -hmm. three. Recovering of sight to the blind is four. Set at liberty them that are bruised. And to preach the acceptable year of the Lord would be six. Right. 
And then he says, and he closed the book. Closed the book. In other words, he closed it. And when he closed it, he said, if you do these other these things, I'll open it again and show you some different well, revelations. Verse 21, he says, he began to say to them, this day is this scripture Ooh. fulfilled in your ears. He was telling them the gospel had come to them. And these are all the things that the gospel would produce. It does produce healing. That. It produces uh, healing to the brokenhearted, cap uh, deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind. He opened the blind eyes. That's right. And uh, that he's still doing that today, even though he's in heaven. He's working through his church. We're the body of Christ. The head is in heaven, but the body is still at work on the earth, working. Amen. Jesus is working Amen. through his church, through his ministers. Well, you know, when you preach the gospel, that's why people get healed. When you preach the gospel, that's why people get saved. When you preach the gospel, this gospel, that's why you get blessed financially, spiritually, physically, every area of your life. You see what I'm saying? Because this gospel is a producer. Some people think that giving it reduces their income. No, or it reduces what they have. Actually, what it does is put you in the position, watch this, of this gospel to receive some 30, some 60, and some 104. Many different facets of this gospel. I've had people say, you want in faith preacher. I love faith, my God, man. No, I'm a gospel preacher. That faith is in it. Healing is in it. Those nine gifts are in it. The nine fruits are in it. My God, you see, I don't just take sections of it. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I want it all. That's why I like buffets. Yeah, you do. In fact, you got a, a, a red, uh, uh, what do they call these things there? The, uh, Testimonies. Witness. Testimonies. And somebody said, I preach like a buffet or something. Was that the first one? I think, so. well, the second one. The first one Listen from to Kayleen this. says, <clears throat> watching from Johannesburg, South Africa. South Africa. And then Morning Walk is the handle in this one. Watching from Australia, the Bible is a buffet by Jesse Duplantis. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm going to chow down now because I'm God's child. And that, and he has a whole lot of goodness waiting. God first every day. Now that's some successful living. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy. That was some good teaching. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I can, and thank you, Jesus. She says, I think it's, I can kind of sense they lick in their lips. <laughs> yeah. You got to understand Smacking wanting more. <laughs> you got to something. why I love buffets. There's something on that buffet you're going to like. He said, now there may be some things you don't. How many times you went and you ordered a meal and it, you, it sounded so good on the menu. And then when you got it, you went, you know, but you didn't want to send it back because you didn't like the flavor. Kathy used to do that all the time. She tried. She said, why don't you order something new? I said, I don't want all that new because I know what I want. But she'd always order something new. She goes, I don't like this. Can I have yours? No. <laughs> I want you to have order something you want, you know. And when you understand, I'm going to say it like this is a kind of a funny analogy. The gospel is like spaghetti. <laughs> Everybody loves spaghetti. Have you Everybody. ever seen a baby that didn't love spaghetti? They'll put it all over their face. They'll put it on their... They, just, they love spaghetti. Or macaroni and cheese. Lord Jesus. It's fun to eat. Oh, watch, yeah. What do they call it? Uh, watch them eat it. Too. Yeah, watch them watch that. <laughs> Comfort food, what they call it, you know. I made love. a spaghetti last the, the week. The other night, boy, Kathy got up, man. You can tell. She said, I'm going to make a spaghetti. Man, I want to go get a movie. It's so good. <laughs> Watch an Italian movie, praise the Lord. When you understand, <laughs> it's so good. I mean, you normally eat too much spaghetti. You know how it is. You know, you see sometimes that you only should have a, 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 a portion as big as your fist. <laughs> Yo, mama. I don't <laughs> like the I way Jesse eats spaghetti, though. I go through I all this trouble. <laughs> he calls it spaghetti. I he love eats spaghetti. It. No, you eat the sauce. So I like I, spaghetti. Even when I serve them in a plate, I got to put the sauce on one side and the the 
empty noodles. I let noodles it mix inside with my nothing belly. on it on the side. He eats the noodles by himself and the spaghetti. I like to mix it all up and let it all work together. You ought to see how that's much weird. Kathy eats. Kathy weird? loves spaghetti. Kathy gets a pile of spaghetti. I don't see, I said she ain't I'm gonna, ambitious. She ain't going to finish this. I think this. I'm going to eat the whole thing, but I don't. <laughs> no, you Because do. I yeah, like it mixed. You do. Sometimes I mean, I eat there's it. a pile of that. <laughs> when, I, when there's something good, I, I can chow down. You can chow down. But the it's gospel. like the word of God. I chow down on the word. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a, it's this gospel. It keeps me happy. You know, it's, they say that food is comfort food, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. You see people eat spaghetti, they just, they just enjoy themselves. It's amazing. But let me tell you something about the gospel. It's also dessert. How many times you say, I can't eat it's another sweet. bite? <laughs> All of a sudden, they'll bring out some cake ice cream. You go, oh, how come you can't eat another bite of spaghetti, but you can wipe out a piece of cake or, or some, or some, you know, some, Kathy loves but Haagen-Dazs butter pecan ice cream. Loves it. No, she don't like it. She loves it because I can hear it. I mean, and he goes, <laughs> I say, Kathy, there ain't no more in the pint. You're down at the bottom. Well, let's get another. <laughs> you know no, that? I don't say that. One time on my first He's date with He's always trying her. to get me to get another. No. You know why? So you can say, Kathy ate two pints. The woman loves want... ice cream. On our first date, she wanted me to get her not. a quart of ice cream. I'm not I thought she wanted a cone. She said, I'll take a quart. A, a, listen to syrup. me. I'm talking. <laughs> and ate it all. I didn't just get a, want a cone. I wanted. I, I, my says, brain would How freeze. Much would you, what would you like, Kathy? I said I'd like a quart. <laughs> I was like 98 pounds, I think. Oh, oh man, days. I mean, <laughs> Kathy loved ice, but then she wouldn't eat anything else. You know, you just yeah, I like, eat it instead of dinner. I, you know, I have done it. I have know, done it. And it's, it's it's well, she loves it so much. It's because it's that kind. Now, you know, you can give her other ice cream, she'll eat it, but she no, likes that Haagen butter pecan. See, that's her gospel. <laughs> that's this guy. She just likes it that way. Yeah, I like to partake, as yeah. they say. Yeah, and, and, and it's amazing. She goes from this rich ice cream to old plain vanilla. I She's will just never eat ice milk or no, sugar-free. Like Go for the whole real thing. I only want the real deal, Amen. or I'm not going to even eat it. That's, that's true. Just, that's how it works. That's me. Well, let me tell you something. We believe in the real deal, and the real deal is Matthew 24, 14. Mm -hmm. And this gospel shall be preached <clears throat> to the world, and the end shall come. Because, see, it took that gospel to get this boy born again. That's so true. That's exactly we, what happened, because I want to tell you something. You could have talked to me about healing until I was blue in the face. You could have talked to me about prosperity. I said, I'd make my own money. I would, just, I would just blow you off like it was nothing. But when the gospel, this gospel was preached to Billy Graham, it didn't go to my head. It went to my heart. It changed my heart, and then my heart changed my head. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about today. So if you're in a church that's not preaching this gospel, mm -hmm. which means the whole gospel, nothing but the gospel, then you need to get out of that church. Boy, that's hard to say. I'm telling you. Well, you know, mama's buried in the backyard of the church. Well, dig her up and bring us a well. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Listen to me. Mm -hmm. you, you, this gospel is <laughs> one that takes care of your life from the beginning of your birth to the, the, the day of your death, if you understand what that means. And I've seen so many people go out singing and praising the Lord, not afraid of death, none of that whatsoever. Lord, I see my cousin, uh, my cousin said, Lord, into your hands I commit my spirit. Mm -hmm. My God, man. And I thought, that's that gospel. Mm -hmm. No fear, no nothing, none whatsoever at all. But I've seen a lot of other Christian people, and I believe they were Christian, oh, scared. 
Because they really never heard the, 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 what it really means to understand if this If they gospel. heard it, they didn't receive it. Uh, and, and they just kept walking. Like when Jesus, I read the scripture in Luke, how Jesus re uh, read that scripture in the synagogue. Uh, the next verse in verse 22 says, And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? They blew it right there. Yeah, and they didn't receive him as the son of God, bringing the good news, the gospel to that whole region. They looked at his, who his daddy, his mama was. You see, a lot of people Joseph, go to church. Joseph really wasn't his son. He wasn't Joseph's son, A lot son, of people go to he? church. Think Let me just say that. that. I got this thought. Uh, a lot of people go to church to get something. I go <laughs> to church to do something. There's a vast difference. See, hmm. people want to get something. Well, you'll get something, but I prefer to do something. Be ye therefore doers of the word. But he was God's son. Yes, Joseph's he was definitely God's jo See, they didn't receive the gospel. They didn't get it. And so many times when the gospel is preached, it, goes, it doesn't go into the heart. We need, to we need to continue to pray for people so that the eyes of their understanding would be open. The devil's the one who blinds the eyes of people to the truth. That's what was going on with you before you got born again. I, fist, I found that in the Word of God, and I started praying, and, and I saw that the Bible taught that uh, the Satan blinds is the one that blinds the eyes of people, and so I you started. You wanted me to be enlightened. So I just rebuked him. I took authority over him. You know, so many people don't realize that you can take authority over the devil. He's blinding some of your family member. You say, Satan, I take authority over you in the name of Jesus. You get your hand off my family. I command the light of the gospel to go into their life. Lord, reveal yourself to them. I mean, there's words you can pray, things you can say that will uh, uh, remove the darkness and so that the light of the gospel can shine in your life. That's what happened to you. You keep saying Billy Graham. Thank you, Billy Graham. I'm thankful for Billy Graham, but what, all those years, what, what am I, chopped liver? All these years, I'm, I'm praying and interceding, laying hands on you, and well, then uh, Billy, 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 like Billy gets all the credit. That's okay. I love it. I'm so glad he was there because you wasn't listening to me. God uses all kinds of things. And in fact, I did pray, Lord, send labors of the harvest across him. Well, Billy Graham was the labor of the harvest. The partner that sent Billy Graham was part of that labor of the harvest. And you heard the gospel. So I went to hell But I'm telling you, you, I was chipping away. I was laying hands on you. I was pleading the blood of Jesus. So you say I would have went to hell without you. <clears throat> well, you, your mama had a lot to do with it. She started praying for me, I believe. That's yeah. how I got born again. And uh -huh. my life totally changed. It's amazing how one simple prayer prayed with the heart, not just repeated because someone told you to repeat it. Sometimes that happens and lives mm -hmm. are not changed. They said the prayer, but they didn't mean it. They, they didn't pierce their heart. You have to have, you have to repent. You can't repent on your own, but you have to have the decision. I'm going to repent. And when you, when you receive Jesus, he enables you to change your lifestyle yeah. and live holy for well, him. Repent means <clears throat> to turn from, go the other way. Yes. Most people ask for forgiveness. But they don't repent. <clears throat> Some people think repent just means I'm sorry, remorseful. No, it's a life change. Yeah, better know it. Mm -hmm. Completely. And that's what happened to me. And that was the message Jesus had. Repent for the kingdom of God, gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. Yeah. I got to <clears throat> drink some water. Yeah, drink, do something. <clears throat> Mommy, you sound like a, <laughs> a big a deep <clears throat> voice there. I sound like a, a man. A man, yeah. Glory to God. It was amazing <laughs> when I repented uh, and didn't even know what I was doing didn't know how to pray, didn't know anything about a salvation prayer, which means a soundness prayer, just said whatever Billy said and got born again. Now, Kathy, I, I used to be an extreme cusser. I cussed constantly. Every other word was a cuss word. I didn't care who I was in front of. I, it didn't make no difference to me. I, mm. But Kathy said immediately after I got born again, I learned a new language. 
I just stopped because that old man had passed away. There was a filter on that, Something that mouth had, of yours. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It's supernatural, though, to see the instant, immediate transformation yeah. in your life, really, because, you know, alcohol was, I mean, you'd been drinking Prevalent. since you were a little bitty kid. Yeah. And uh, just whenever Got you Got drunk when I was six years old. First, my first drunk. <laughs> you know. Not many people have that testimony. Sometimes I'd Thankfully. fall out. Ten, Fourteen years old in the bushes to pass. I fall out in the yard. My dad leave me out in the yard. You know what I mean? Just drank a lot. You know, in South Louisiana, and it's I terrible. think it kind of started when your mama would give you like paragoric. Par well, I don't. Was it? I, I was a was baby. Yeah, paragoric put a baby to sleep on. <laughs> And then they wonder why the kids all want drugs. They're just drugging them up as a kid so they can sleep. <laughs> yeah, mama said, good. give that baby some Paragoric, man. <laughs> what is Paragoric? I don't know, but I mean, it worked well. I think they, it was a they, narcotic. You know, they don't, they don't give it anyway. They the kids out. That's not good. They don't, they don't give it out anymore. Like, no, because <clears> no. people will use it. Babies sleep all night. So <laughs> I tell you what. They, don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when this gospel is preached, in fact, go with me to the book of Joshua chapter 1. Okay. Now, this is the gospel here. This is really changing things. Yeah. Uh, it's so amazing. Yet, now God is leading up in Joshua to the gospel. <laughs> See, when he gave Moses the law, it was an amazing thing because it was the beginning of, of the gospel. See, and it's in Joshua chapter 1. Let me get to it real quick. Yeah. And verse 8, I like what he said. This book of the law or the book of promise, call it what you want, shall not depart out of thy mouth. Now, this is way back when. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, or in there. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Mm -hmm. Now watch this, see? Uh, prosperity is there, but it's only a certain department of it. It's like going to a big store in the mall. They got women's clothes and men's clothes. There's different departments, but it's one big store. And this gospel's one big glorious gospel. And you go into the, into the places where you need it the most. If you need healing, you go to the healing section. Just that simple. You need a miracle, you go to the miracle section. You need financial help, you go to the prosperity section. Mm -hmm. So you can't just <clears throat> criticize the prosperity section. I mean, just because uh, you never go in a woman's section doesn't mean that you, you shouldn't say, well, they, women shouldn't have clothes here. It only should be a men's store. No, it's a department store. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, the gospel several is- several departments. Yeah, it's, a depart, it's departmentalized is what it is. See, and you get what you need, every bit of it, lock, stock, and barrel. And, and it is such a blessing to flow that way. So remember this. <clears throat> Let me go back to this church. If this gospel is not being preached where you are, and you know how I know that's true? There are a lot of people that go to church and know nothing of the gospel hmm. other than <clears throat> Bible stories, David and Goliath, uh, you know, uh, uh, the parting of the Red Sea. Right. That's all they know. They know nothing of the gospel. So they easily deceived, and before you know it, religion takes you over instead of Christ in you, the hope of glory taking you over. And what is religion? But a garden of weeds. <clears throat> A theological wilderness, boy, that has caused more heart pain, more, t more, more killing. More right. people have died in the name of religion. Think of all these Middle East junk going on. That's all in the name of religion. They want to say occupation. They want to no, no, no. They just believe in, I mean, how can you, um, an innocent baby, I don't care what nationality, cut its head off, walk around with its head on a stick. 
I mean, you know, you know, but you need some gospel bad, see, because that's all demonic. People say, well, demons are not for the day. Yeah, they're not here. You know, demons, you know, I've had people say it, very smart people. That's just psycho, uh, you know, <clears throat> what they call it, psychosis. And that. No, that's the evil spirits possessing people. But God gave us this gospel to cast them out. Right. And to set people free. Right. I love what uh, Paul said in Romans chapter 1, 16, very ahead, famous verse. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And here I got the, my helps here from the Dake Study Bible. And the word salvation, it says, is sotira. And it's translated salvation 40 times, saved deliver health and saving and it, it goes on to explain i'd like to read this read salvation he says uh, is the all-inclusive word of the gospel gathering into itself all the redemptive acts and processes it is used 119 times in the old testament and there are seven hebrew and greek words for salvation they're used 300, he counts everything, 388 times and are translated by 23 English words, some with various endings, which means salvation and deliverance. He save, health, help, welfare, safety, victory, savior, defend, avenge, rescue, and preserved. I love all of that. And then he goes on to say, just one little more section. Salvation is used of deliverance from danger. That's in Exodus. Victory over your enemies, he cites 1 Samuel chapter 14. Healing of the body, that's in Acts. Uh, all throughout the New Testament, of course, we see that. Uh, forgiveness of sin, freedom from prison, deliverance from captivity, deliverance from wrath. The word salvation is so all-inclusive, it covers everything. And this is what the gospel is all about. That's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everybody that believes that's what transformed your that's life. What, well, that's My what life. Luke 4 was on. <clears throat> the Spirit right. of the Lord God's upon me. If he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he would have broken hearted, preached delivered to the captive, cover of sight to the blind, set at liberty <clears throat> them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Do you see that Jesus is a walking picture of this gospel? Mm -hmm. Now do you understand why he's the son of God? You know any other, any other, uh, other guys that called themselves prophets could do that kind of stuff? They might, you know, I mean, just change people's lives and hearts completely mm. with no bondage to it whatsoever at all, no condemnation whatsoever at all. Mm. Never put down women. My God, make, make her equal to man in every which way, shape, or form. You don't think Jesus was one wonderful person. He was the picture of this gospel. That's yes. why Jesus must be preached to the world. Yes. And the Bible said the end shall come. Who's coming? Jesus is coming. I mean, my God, do you see, you see what I'm talking about? Why I became a Christian? Mm -hmm. Do you understand? And yet, you know, you can get so religiously brainwashed <clears throat> that you, you become com comfortable in a religion that's not of God. Mm. That's not of God at all. And how I know that by its works, by what it does. Right. Pretty simple, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, you know, uh, you they know. Celebrate the, they celebrate it, death. De death instead of celebrating life. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I mean, you can bow down, kiss the earth, do whatever they pray out 47 times a day, but is it changing your heart? Ah. People are deceived, though, Jesse. Yes, indeed. Especially right now, the enemy's on a rampage. I know he's got this propaganda campaign out there, twisting the truth, just trying to keep people in bondage. Jesus came to give us the word what? of God. He says the spirit of truth. Yeah, you know, what kept Hitler <clears throat> in power 
was propaganda. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Goebbels and Goring, whatever his name is, when, when he, he was the propaganda head and my God, he would get you to believe what they wanted you to believe. They twisted everything Don't that around. sound like the media today? They get real angry that if you don't believe what they believe. And they repeat and, it often of the lie, often and, of And they're not very big. To, to, Maybe 10% or 3% of the population controlling everything. That's how powerful propaganda is, making you believe this. You know, when you ask me, what do you think about woke? I say, you need to wake up. That's your problem. You woke. You, you, well, you need to wake up. See, you, you have to understand. Like the Jesus said, their father, Satan is the father of lies, right? That's it. He's the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. But that's what he did in the very beginning. His in, when, he, when you first hear about him, hath God said, introduced a lie, trying to spin the truth, tried to uh, call it fake news or snake that's news. Right. I call it snake news because he intentionally tried to deceive Adam and Eve to destroy God's creation. It was so amazing to me about how God had a sense of humor. He didn't know if Jesus was the Son of God or not. After the crucifixion, when Jesus rose from the dead, he said, if we'd have known, we'd have never crucified him. And I don't mean this to be rude, but he didn't say that about Muhammad. He didn't say that about Buddha. He didn't say that about any of these people. But he said that about Jesus. See, mm -hmm. now, I'm not being critical of your religion. Don't mistake. I'm just telling you what he said. Mm -hmm. He said, "If I, that's Satan said that. If we'd have known, you know." And some people say, "I don't believe in the devil because you don't know." Mm -hmm. And you know, I, he willfully I, sinned I, against God. Oh yes, and because of that, there's no well, repentance for him. These great he's going to be cast in the lake of fire forever yeah. and, and ever and ever. He's already been restricted, rejected, and awaiting confinement, like you say it. Mm -hmm. But see, these great scientists who I esteem, brilliant. I mean, 180 IQs and. Looking into space, say, we atheists because there's no proof of God. Look around you. Look around you. You know, it's amazing how you can believe in dark energy and dark matter, but you don't know what it is. You think you know what it does, that dark matter keeps everything from flying off into space. Dark energy is what's moving. They found out, wait a minute, the Earth, uh, that's, uh, Einstein said it was his biggest mistake because he said that the universe was static. He found out that the dark energy, they don't know what it is, but it's expanding the universe. Mm -mm. You need a Kleenex? No, no, I'm just, your nose. My, my nose is itching. When I'm <laughs> preaching good, my nose stops itching. Praise God. So you see the dark matter keeps this, keeps the Milky Way galaxy from slinging out the planet Earth. Just in case. Holding that. We know what it, we know what it does, but we don't know what it is. Well, let me tell you, all you atheist people, I know who he is. I know what he does, and I, I can explain it, but you're, going, you're not going to get it through facts and figures. You're going to get it through something way bigger than that. Mm -hmm. It's called faith. Right, right. See what I'm saying? That's the difference. Right. Now, they call it dark matter. You get around Jesus, it's live matter. It's live energy. Light. Light. Boy, I mean, it's just the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Mm. And yet, when we look out there, we're such a speck in this universe. And God flung the stars with his hands. And he and, keeps them there. Oh, it's keeps amazing. Keeps them in the positioning there. He created the planet and he hung it on nothing. What is nothing? Nothing must be something because well, you can hang something on nothing. He uses something called What's, faith. Let me help you. It's the same it. thing as your, as your definition of dark energy, of your definition. I'm talking about you brilliant, of dark matter. You don't know what it is, but you know it's working. Well, it's the same with God Almighty. We know what it is. And we know it's working. Hmm. 
Let me say that scripture again. And this gospel must be preached to the world. world. For a witness. For a witness. I can't forget that part. Right. And the end shall come. See, a lot of people are always looking at the end shall come, but they're not witnessing. They're not being the witness that God wants them to be. Mm -hmm. So if you want to speed up this process, you got to be that witness. Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoyed today. We sure enjoyed speaking. It's very simple, yet very profound. Let me say it again. Start checking out where you go to church at. Start going and say, well, is this gospel being preached? Oh, and is it changing people? Or you're still struggling with the same old habits when you don't have to. You see, and when you understand that, then you won't uh, you know, compartmentalize the gospel. You just accept it all like a buffet. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know there's some things at a buffet I won't eat, but maybe one day I will. You know, I, I prefer to try new things on a buffet. Because if I don't like it, I can go to something I do like and get it, you know. Well, when a baby's first born, you give them baby food. That's right. They're soft food. They can't handle the stuff. That There comes a time where you, they're old enough to introduce rice. Maybe they can Well, I'll never forget, Jody. We were sitting and Kathy was to give a Gerber food, you know, a little jar. Jar food. And you open up, boy, and Jody was just like this, just eating them peas and carrots and them strange stuff. Thought it was great. But one day, <laughs> Kathy made a mistake. We had some... Uh, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, which is very soft. I remember the day. I, and you should have seen her little face. We were at a steakhouse. So, <laughs> I think it was Bonanza back then. They had Bonanza it, used, steakhouse, it was pretty good back they then. They had mashed potatoes yeah, and but gravy. I, you took that spoon and you gave some. And Jody went like, yeah. And she, she had that look on her face like, and then Kathy tried to get us a piece and got, nope. Yeah, no From more. From that day forward. No going she, back. She wouldn't swallow it. It's like she looked at me and said, you've been holding out on me. You ought to see her face like, what? you got to be I kidding me. I saw this little, this little image, little video came through my feed when I was, I don't know if it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever I was watching, but this mother had a little baby sitting in the high chair and she gave him like, I think it was like like an ice cream, uh, a polar bar kind of thing, or I don't know what it was, I, but it was, she gave it to one little taste, the baby's looking for it, and then... She took one little taste and she brought it back and the baby grabbed the whole thing, <laughs> put it in her. It was so, uh, it was, this, uh, this it got ecstasy a revelation. on that baby's face. We had it's this. like sometimes you take a taste of the word of God and yeah. you're not sure what you're about ready to get, but then when you grab yeah. hold of it, you realize you really, you got to have more. <laughs> we had to go home and we threw away all Gerber baby food. Yeah. Nothing against Gerber, I believe it. Because Jody would not, after them mashed potatoes, by Right. That was it. So Kathy would take some green beans and just smash them up real good. I'm talking good. And Jody had been eating nothing but table food ever since. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she puts that look on her face like, yeah. you've been holding out on me. This ain't right. This is not right, you know. Well, let me tell you something. We just gave you some mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> Glory to God. And you're not going to eat the Gerber food And I no think more. a little steak came and in And a little steak too. in there also. Thank <laughs> and, you for and watching today. maybe a piece of sweet yeah. Some sweet. Let me just say this to all our partners and friends before we close here. Thank you for supporting this ministry financially the way you do. Mm-hmm. We could never do what we do without your faithful financial support. We're not lazy with your seed. 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. I'm giving you an opportunity to give today. I'm telling you, it's a blessing of the. None of it goes to me or Kathy, but 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. If you'd like to be a partner or if you're a partner, thank you for keeping that going all the time. It's just mm-hmm. such a blessing. You can go to jdm.org. That's our website. And you can donate there if you like, or you can use PayPal if you want to. Or you can text to give uh, a, a, you know, an amount, a recurring, a one-time donation or a recurring one. Or you can go to our JDM apps and then select the type of giving you want to do. Or you can just mail in an old check to 
Jesse Duplantis Ministries here, yeah. and you'll be blessed by it. Right. 100%, 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. That's right. And you know, me and Kathy, we're givers to do. Mm -hmm. We givers. We don't ask people to do something we do not. Right. I ask you to prayerfully consider this ministry because it's a good ministry. In 47 years I've been preaching. I haven't had any scandals. They tried to put some on me. They turned out to be all lies. No, no, I, I, I don't have time for all that craziness. I just love living for the Lord Jesus Christ and preaching this gospel for a witness. Mm -hmm. I'm a reflection of Christ instead of casting a reflection upon him. Mm -hmm. And I take your financial seed not as money to me, but to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we spend it to get this gospel preached and we're looking up every day for his return. It's inevitable. It will come to pass. Amen. Till Amen. next week, me and Kathy say we love you. We'll see you soon. May God richly bless you. Bye-bye.